0: Um leaving behind the second film in the sequence and beginning the the, the third, a longest song out of the whole trilogy almost a, it's almost a 10 minute long song had, as we've talked about, I had very little role in the creation of the song other than kind of getting the ball rolling and, and then it was, it was taken away from me. And in response to this long bowel churning track, you give us the life cycle of a bee.
1: I think one of the interesting things is that this wasn't the first version of this film. This was the one... I did this... I was making this basically in tandem with the fourth, and I, th- I sent you the fourth first, and then I remember when I sent you this one, you dug it, and then I asked the question, is it too similar? And so you actually engaged in part in the internal conversation I often have where I knew the answer, but in that particular scenario, having you say yes helped me continue with it because going back through a nine-minute film to to take it further was kind of daunting. I think, and for me, I like the second one is, is 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 enwrapped in sort of an end and a beginning, and so then when it came to this, there there's there's something so mechanical about the way bees operate. They they and the way they function and yet what i found really interesting in developing this was not only the superimposition which has adds a whole lot of texture and sort of this impression of an outside world existing unbeknownst to the bee but also the fact that with some of the images that start at the beginning it's clear that these bees are not habiting their world out in the world and so i think i mean As we've talked about so many of these films, I mean, it encapsulates so much of what this whole series has been about, is is looking at life and death and looking at existence, looking at it through what we perceive our lives to be, how it's constructed digitally, and how it's constructed in the real world, and how those places combine. This is, I think, my favorite from an image standpoint. Like, I, I just, I love the way it's so richly organic in a frame, and yet because of the way I built it, there's so much digital manipulation that it, it's constantly kind of reorienting you to reality and questioning what, what, what our reality is. A lot of the lower layers are war so much the same of of what the fourth one does achieve successfully it became this one's base Uh, of and it's in part because the the visual action of war is is in its specificity incredibly abstract and and speaks to ways of existing that even if you're a part of it, it's, it's really difficult to comprehend. And so it it, can, it feeds so much of the ideas that are embedded in this project of looking at something and yet in looking at it and in sizing it up, you don't know what you're looking at and, and don't know how to interpret it. it it's becoming more digital intervention than actually trying to show what they are. Like it's becoming more of a sever within the bee colony at times. And trying to really, like one of the things I really love about this, like I said, is that the the bees almost seem mechanical. They They don't actually seem like live living creatures. They seem almost like machines, which then, I mean, takes us all the way back to Aikigahara and so, what this is doing is in its difference and in the things that separate it from everything else there are all these through lines to everything else that's been made in this series and it's 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 almost like if 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 the end of 2 which i don't know if it's the end of 2 but at the end of year 2 is is some version of death this this is like the the aftermath I mean, in this film, there's so much becoming. And becoming in, this, in the grandest sense of whether that's birth or death. I, I think so much of this is is a, wrapped in that idea of becoming and becoming what. And I think that's partly fed extensively by, you know, the, the combination of imagery, but also sort of the, the obvious digital artifacting that's breaking the frame up.
0: One of the things that I noticed as you're going through and you're seeing, you know, you're watching the bees is that at some point they become, the, the bees and their habitat, again because of the overexposure of the light around the bees, they become these patches of black and white that projected behind them is the green and yellow of the air war images. The the fly the planes and the oh, flying over the ocean and
1: when I was making this I was really loving that intervention of uh especially as they're pulling up some of like the, the bee colony portions and you do see them only as flickers of light behind. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they yeah, it, 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 it it's, it's a it's really almost a painterly effect of the frame within a frame uh, of using the neg the the, the positive and ne- the, the 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 overt the white space the overtly positive and the negative space the overtly negative the black using the white and the black to then frame some image that goes behind and you know that's not. That's obviously not common. That's not something common that you see in film, even in super, impo- even in superimposed film.
1: A lot of times, it's done more like a sort of collage effect to merely progress the narrative faster.
0: Well, to to compress, yeah, to compress the narrative. And, yeah,
1: to and compress and... time. started to find it really fascinating that the the blending and the compression can become this sort of unworldly set of images that speaks to an idea where if you pulled them apart they, they wouldn't be there and and it and it only happens in the superimposition i mean
0: there's some places where you don't even notice superimposition or it might not be there i don't i'm not skilled enough to know
1: no there's it's it's there's places where you don't notice it and that but it but like if you were looking in the you know in my sequence and you turned off that stuff you'd see the lack like you just i mean it's sort of like if you've got a song that's heavily drummed and you take out the drums and suddenly you just feel the weight gone I've kept going down these roads where I find this material interesting and building in this way that I've I've found these places where I mean like I'm looking right now at 333 and really the majority of the image is a lone bee in its shadow but then you have in that white space around it you know these bits of image coming in that then inform the, the surrounding area of the bee itself, and it, it, it makes it something like the metamorphosis or something like that. Like, it, it turns it into something entirely different where it's not the bee. It's it's not, like, the idea of it bees is not the end point of this narrative. They're, they're a conduit to something else.
0: what you said about it's an afterlife of bees like this is the pivotal track in the record I mean all all of the all of the records have whatever I stuck in the third slot completely changes the dynamic from what 1 and 2 set up to what 4 and 5 resolve, let's say you certainly don't have to listen to it that way you know I flirted with the idea of having this track be the first track and then primarily because of its length and its difficulty thought thought better of it it was like that would just be really torturing my potential listening audience or really testing kind of their patience right off the bat so I didn't want to do that